Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh my god, I don't know how we got here, but it is the 300th theory. Um, technically, it's probably about 320, because I'm not really factoring in some of the Star Trek ones, and some of the Loki ones, and whatever else I've done in between. But anyway, according to some maths somewhere, this is the 300th theory, and it seems oddly, specifically, amazingly perfect, because we are in the 10th season of Doctor Who. So it's kind of already a celebratory experience. Uh, I'm watching Planet of the Daleks, written by Terry Nation. And this script is pretty much a best of. <laughs> it's like it's like a compilation CD <laughs> of, of Doctor Who and Dalek tropes. So uh, let's get into it. Planet of the Daleks, episode one. Um, by the way, I'm watching it on the Blu-ray. has a 5.1 surround sound, which is woo. Um, and brand new CGI special effects, which I chose to watch because I find them hilarious and I enjoy them. Um, if you're watching it on the BritBox, you might get something different. I'm not sure what version they've got on there. Uh, wherever you're having a look at it, thanks for joining in. Um, the 5.1 surround sound is pretty jazzy, by the way. Uh, we get a recap from the end of Frontier in Space. So, yes, this is a 12-part episode, the 12-part episode, 12-part serial. It's just got two different names, the two six-part. Um, Joe helps the Doctor who's been shot into the TARDIS and he uses the telepathic circus to send a message to the Time Lords. We saw that at the end of the last one. Uh, Joe pops a bed out of what looks like a space Ikea wardrobe and pops the Doctor in it. Uh, He collapses and says, I may sleep for some time, Joe. You have to record anything that happens in the log. And she's like, where's the log? Where's the log? She freaks out too much about where the log is. Um, And he goes, oh, it's up there. Uh, And so she opens the space Ikea wardrobe, has a locker in it. Uh, And the log appears to be a cassette tape with some things stuck on it um i really hope it's 1983 through the roof because that is my favorite tape although i think i've got that on vinyl uh and then we see a cgi tardis oh computer generated tardis flying through the void uh the doctor has a convulsion uh joe listens to his heart and says oh he's so cold she's got a new outfit on she just popped out to get changed uh it's amazing it is an awesome the jacket is heaven it's got like zips all over it. it's kind of burberry it's Burberry. Listen, I sound like Kim from Catherine Kim. It's Burberry, mum. <laughs> anyway, she talks to the cassette tape and uh, tells it that I've seen this before and he recovered. 
Uh, he got a bit hot then. I'm like, what episode was that? I don't remember that. Am I, am I missing something? Maybe we'll find it at some point. Someone tell me. Um, she <laughs> thinks the she thinks the log, the cassette tape is a diary because she's just kind of telling it everything. And then the TARDIS lands. It doesn't sound good. Um, the doctor's gone frosty. He's got ice on his face. So she covers him with blankets and then his eyes pop open. And she's like, doctor, doctor, you're alive. Uh, nothing. Um, she says his hearts are beating once every 10 seconds. His body temperature is below zero. So she's going to go outside and get help. She turns on the scanner. It's black and white. And there's goo being shot at the camera somehow. Uh, she leaves, pop, pops on a Mac, a jacket and her mittens and wanders out into the jungle. Uh, by the way, the jungle looks like it's made of space Ikea plastic pot plants and ferns. Uh, and this weird flower that looks like a baby. I don't know how that works. Uh, and it's squirting yellow goo at her. Um, the TARDIS looks like it's covered in like a foam. A bit like, you know, no more gaps. You know that goo that you squirt out and it fills up all the spaces it gets it swells like obviously these plants are from space bunnings um <laughs> joe finds some rocks in an interesting formation uh and you know spends some time staring at them and then wanders deeper into the space jungle where she can hear what sounds like a space pig screaming um it, this look this is a terry nation script so like his blake seven scripts uh i just have to say everything is a space this and a space that because that's how it works um <laughs> so joe sits down under a green space jungle light uh when then the sky suddenly turns yellow and Joe tells the tape she hasn't seen any intelligent life except bits those bits of statue by the TARDIS. And then she takes off her Mac and it's covered in space goo, uh, space jungle goo. And she's like, Bleh, and throws it on the ground. And then she walks past some plants that seem to wiggle the stamens at her. Like they just follow her around. Like, you know, when, <laughs> you know, in Scooby-Doo, when someone's looking through the painting and their eyes follow you. It's like that. Uh <laughs> And we can tell it's bad because the music makes us think so. Uh, then we see some bamboo rustling as she walks past. The bamboo looks real, but slightly dead. Uh, inside the TARDIS, the Doctor wakes up and is like, where's Joe? Um, Joe, meanwhile, finds big fat footprints and takes off her mittens. And some of the goo gets sprayed onto her hand. That's going to mean something, clearly. Uh, the Doctor in the TARDIS is looking at the console. He's like, oh, the outside air is breathable, but the automatic oxygen supply is on. Uh, Joe finds a man-made structure of some kind. Looks like a space shuttle, maybe. She gets excited by it. She hasn't mentioned it to the tape, uh, but just starts calling out, hello, is anyone there? She's still clutching the tape, not talking to it. Um, uh, there's clearly a door at the back and what looked like rocket engines. Uh, so she goes in and finds some chairs and a pilot in a spacesuit, but he's covered in cobwebs, which is not a good look. Um, she touches him and he falls down, as we knew it was going to happen. Uh, the doctor can't open the TARDIS door and there's an alert lighting up saying automatics oxygen supply exhausted. So the doctor opens one of his modular space IKEA boxes to reveal oxygen tanks. Um, the first two appear to be empty. Uh, but the third starts working. And then it runs out when he gets over to the, his other space Ikea wardrobe and gets out his fancy jacket. Um, Joe is hiding somewhere in this little space shuttle thing when some other people come in wearing the same spacesuits as the dead guy in the pilot seat. And they're pointing guns at her. And she's like, who are you? And they tell her, like... You know, we've got the guns, but you, sure, you interrogate us, lady. Um, the, one of them says, I'm Tarrant, and then, does he call him Vapor? <laughs> I guess. A Vapor says she can't be from Earth because that's a legend, it doesn't exist. Um, 
and she wants help for the doctor and they, he says we're not a hospital service and Tarrant goes it's okay I'm qualified in space medicine I told you I told you we would get a space thing oh Terry Nation you never let us down uh- <laughs> She's about to take them to the TARDIS. And then a third man comes in and says, there's a patrol. Um, so they tell Joe to stay in the shuttle and they'll find the doctor because she described the little statue thing and they know where it is. Um, and they'll lead the patrol away, whoever they are. Uh, so the whole shuttle starts rocking. Um, I don't know if that's deliberate. <laughs> it just doesn't look great. Uh, and the door opens a little bit and then a space phone is lip- lifted up by itself as Joe watches and it's brand new CGI and I love it. Um, then another door opens, items come flying out, there's breathing going on. Uh, next the next we see the three spacemen. They're all blonde, by the way, and they say, the tracks lead somewhere, and they go off to find the Doctor. Uh, the breathing invisible creature in the shuttle is trying the handle of the room where Joe is. Uh, and some sort of CGI canister, looks a bit like a fire extinguisher, um, lifts up and the door opens and closes again, and then, the f- then footprints are di- appear in the dirt going away from the shuttle. So Joe follows after them, still clutching a space cassette. Sorry, the log. Um, <laughs> the doctor is under the TARDIS console and says, oh, the circuits are in order, the oxygen warning is still flashing. Uh, and he says the door must be blocked from the outside and he struggles over to it and then collapses against it saying, I must get it open. He's obviously run out of oxygen. Um, then we see the spacemen. They're wearing plastic helmets and plastic see-through rain ponchos and they're cracking through the no more gaps. The, from Space Bunnings to get the Doctor out. And he does a gurning face. He's like, um, and he's dropped down. This is where you can tell that the seventh and third Doctor are clearly related because they have the same facial expressions. Uh, they're obviously the same person. Um, so the spacemen t- tell the Doctor that Joe told them where they could find him. They peel off their goose bladder ponchos and helmets and the doctor's like, I know you, the Orthals. I've been to Scarrow during the Dalek War generations ago. Uh, I travelled to the barriers of time with Barbara, Ian and Susan. I'm like, this continuity is out of control. Um, so they're talking about the very first Dalek adventure, 1963. Uh, and they say, oh, you've been infected by fungus. So they spray him with a medical spray. And they go, if it wasn't treated, it would have engulfed you. Of course, then we see Joe's hand. She takes her mittens off. She's becoming engulfed in the goo. She's turning into a Last of Us fungal zombie. <laughs> so the Thals tell the Doctor they're on Spiridon. Uh, by the way, I only knew this as a book for most of my life, so I always called it Spiridon. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the, they say the vegetation's hostile. There's a tropical daytime. It's subfreezing at night. Spiridons are invisible. Their mission is secret. Vapor cracks it and says, oh, we're on a suicide mission. Apparently there were seven of them. Their commander was killed on touchdown and they've lost three since. Uh, meanwhile, Joe is covered in fungus and collapsed. There's yellow goo all over the floor. Uh, then the spaceman and the doctor hear something coming. They say, well, it sounds in trouble. And there's this big round flat patch on the ground. They say, it might have light ray sickness, whatever that means. So they decide to chance it. Uh, and the doctor says, is it Spiridons? So they point their space uh, spray cans at it. It's like space spray paint. <laughs> like it's got like a little, it's clearly cans of spray, spray paint that they've just tacked on a little bit of plastic doodah on the top to make it look spacey. Um, anyway, they spray cans at whatever was invisible and a Dalek appears. <gasps> the end. Oh. End credits. According to the end credits, his name is Weber with a B. So I was nearly there. All right, next episode, Planet of the Daleks, episode two.